He's brought to you by Subway, our movie critic, Willie Waffle. Good morning, Willie. Well, good morning, everybody. Are you excited? Are you happy? Are you feeling the summer vibe? Um, no, because I think all the movies I've wanted to see have been released already. <laughs> yeah. Just hanging on for yeah. Christmas now. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, hanging on for the Christmas Chronicles 2. They're bringing out one, I'm telling you. It's coming. It's coming. Uh, what do no, we have? Seriously, it is coming. It was announced this week. <laughs> oh, nice. Nice. Um, what do we have in theaters this week for those of us that are like, eh, it's hot outside. I can go kill some time in someone else's air conditioning for two hours. Oh, my God. Well, there's a lot. I, I'm going to start with The Art of Racing in the Rain, mm -hmm. the movie that is fueled by your tears. Okay? If you're looking for some cute and cuddly dog movie, you run. You run, Forrest, run. You run in the other direction. This movie is going to rip your heart apart. I mean, right from the top, you learn this is not a feel-good doggy movie because Kevin Costner, gravelly old Kevin Costner, is doing the voice of the dog. And he's an older dog, and he's looking back over his life, and he's remembering all the adventures he had with his owner, played by Milo Ventimiglia. And as he sits there thinking, in my next life I want to be human, I'm thinking, dear God, I don't even want to be human after seeing all the horrible things that have happened to you people. <laughs> I saw the trailer, and I, and I heard Kevin Costner's voice for the dog, and he's, he's at like Harrison Ford levels now of, of gravel yeah. and crab. Because it just, it just sounds like a dog. Yeah, there's and, only one step worse, and that's Clint Eastwood. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. They're all moving towards Clint <laughs> yeah. Eastwood. Um, but I just like, well, that doesn't seem to fit, but they're, they're apparently going for sad. Well, yeah, they're going for sad. Oh, they get there, too. I mean, it turns out the life that this dog and his owner have had have been full of just sorrow and pain and depressing turns of events. Even The Rock would be a puddle of tears after this movie. I mean, oh, my Lord. It's just depressing event after depressing event. And yeah, Milo Ventimiglia is actually pretty good in the movie, if you ask me. I think he actually does a nice job bringing in some other emotion other than just pure sadness and depression. Uh, you know, at least he brings in a little bit of excitement, a little bit of reality uh and then costner just seems to be on monotone one vo one volume one way talking here like there there's not a lot of rise and fall here it's all i'm an old dog and i'm just gonna keep talking like this how many waffles for the art of racing in the rain you know i'm gonna go two waffles all right what's next next how about dora and the lost city of gold <laughs> that's got a lot of advertising behind it i see that everywhere Oh, yeah, because it is Dora the Explorer. And remember in the cartoon, what was she, like six or seven years old? Yeah. Yeah, well, in the movie, she's grown up. She's now in high school. And, uh, and here's, here's a line that practically the promotions department could have written. She's encountering a different kind of jungle, <laughs> high school. <laughs> yeah. Is it yeah. cute? Well, fans that, you know, there's, there's people now that are in college and, and uh, that grew up with Dora the Explorer, and it may be kind of fun to revisit their childhood. Is it? Is it a good movie? Well, I think that you know, if you're in college, you're going to look back, and, and you'd almost be—you'd almost have to be going for you know, just kind of remembering everything you loved about Dora, rather than loving this movie. I, I think it's it's built more for kind of tweens, for for younger high school kids, as as Dora and her friends, you know, get kidnapped, and and, and they get taken to the uh, the jungle where her parents are looking for the lost city of gold, and everybody now is running around the jungle, and it, it's got a lot of those elements that you remember from the cartoon. You know, you've got you've got. Boots 
Scoots the monkey, and you got the so what is it, Swiper the fox, mm-hmm. and it looks cartoony. It it's very much a slapstick, very broad comedy, so it does play to younger kids. And I'll be honest, I think this uh, Isabella Stoner, this kid who plays uh, who plays or Isabella Moner, sorry, who plays uh, Dora, I actually think she's kind of charming. I think she's got a future. I'll go two and a half waffles. All right, next. How about scary stories to tell in the dark? Is it scary? Is it, there, is it full of scary stories? Well, it's full of scary stories. It's more of a junior starter version of a horror movie, okay? okay. It's, it's, not, it's not gory and bloody and nasty. It's really more about creepy and atmosphere and creating anxiety as this group of high school kids goes to a haunted house on Halloween, and because they're idiots, they steal the book that's inside, and, of course, all the stories within the book start coming to life. All right. Oh, yeah. The last time I went to a movie, I saw the trailer for that. And it was yeah, out of my head that quick. <laughs> <laughs> it, it really, it's really more about the grotesque-looking uh, monsters that they encounter more than anything else. So I'll go two and a half waffles on that one as well. All right. We have one more, right? Uh, what else do we have? What have I forgotten? Um, the one with Melissa McCartney, the, 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 oh, the mobster yeah, one. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the kitchen, the one that they didn't let me see last night. Oh, they so. didn't let you see it? No, well, there was there was no, like, usually I, I would catch something like that, like on a midnight show. Yeah. There were no midnight shows for this one last night. So uh, the kitchen is going to get an incomplete for me, but the word out there is that, oh, this is not good. Oh, this is not good at all. That you know, it, it's really it's it's Melissa McCarthy, Tiffany Haddish, Elizabeth Moss. They play these women in Hell's Kitchen in 1977, and their their husbands are all mobsters, and they get arrested. And now they're the ladies are left to fend on their own, so they turn to the family business. All right, what do we have next week, Willie? Next week we are talking about the Angry Birds and the Good Boys. All right, we'll talk to you then. Willie's brought to you by Subway. Thank you, Willie. Thanks, Willie. You guys, I'll talk to you next week. Bye.